everybody. Welcome to Mormonish. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Landon. And this is a very special Christmas greeting from Mormonish to all of the wonderful people who have been so supportive since we launched the Mormonish podcast um, just a few months ago. So we wanted to do something creative to say thank you to everybody and to wish everybody a happy holiday. So we kind of thought outside of the box and we did something a little unusual. What did we do, Landon? We wrote a Christmas poem. <laughs> and so it's it's a Christmas poem that's written about uh, what would happen in uh, Nauvoo if post-Mormons had been there at Christmas time. And so we added a few things that only post-Mormons would recognize about Joseph Smith. And so hopefully you'll look at those and try to try to find those in the poem as it's recited. Yeah, we really had a lot of fun writing the poem, and we hope that you guys have a, a lot of fun listening to it. And so after we'd written it uh, with a lot of eggnog, right? <laughs> That's probably the only explanation. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to figure out now who should recite this, you know, because we need somebody impressive to recite our work. And so we reached out to who we consider probably the most important uh, orator in the post-Mormon world, and that is... Radio Free Mormon, RFM. That's right. RFM, Radio Free Mormon. We contacted him and we said, hey, we wrote this poem. Would you recite this for us? And he was like, okay. <laughs> he was very nice about it. And he did such a good job. I'm so excited to be able to put this out for everybody to listen to. So he's the one that's reciting it. And we also want this to be a greeting and a Merry Christmas out to one of our other favorite projects that Landon and I both work on, and that is the Good Book Club. Yeah, we wanted to say Merry Christmas to all of our members in the Good Book Club. We love the last year that we've had with them and just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yeah, it's just been incredible. Everybody in Mormonish and the Good Book Club, you guys are all just wonderful. And we hope that you have just the most amazing holiday season and Happy New Year. And why don't we tell everyone the title of the poem and then we'll just stop talking and we'll roll it. Okay, twas the night before Christmas in Old Nauvoo, an ex-Mormon tale. That's it. We hope you guys really enjoy it. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas in Old Nauvoo, an ex-Mormon tale. Twas the night before Christmas. And all through Nauvoo, saints peacefully slumbered. They hadn't a clue. The husbands were sent on their missions abroad, and none were the wiser. The whole thing's a fraud. The apostles were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of tithing funds danced in their heads. The Danites and Masons, Nauvoo Legion too, were peacefully sleeping that night in Nauvoo, when out on the street there arose such a clatter, they sprang from their beds to see what was the matter. They pulled back the curtains and loosened the cord, and there stood an angel with a long flaming sword. With a bottle of whiskey coming home from the barn, the angel stopped Joseph and extended his arm. I've got a message, said the heavenly host, from the Father, the Son, and yes, the Holy Ghost. In a world full of tragedy, pain, and despair, this is the message God wants me to share. There's only one thing that God asks you to do, 
marry more women or he'll destroy you. Now Fanny, now Zina, now Emma, now Sarah, on Emily, on Eliza, on Helen, on Almira. The Relief Society counselors, your harem will grow. Elizabeth, Marinda, and Eliza R. Snow. Joseph froze where he was and stood very still. Guess I don't have a choice. It's clearly God's will. The problem, of course, to get Emma on board. A revelation ought to do it straight from the Lord. So then, in a twinkling, he leapt to his task. How could he not, if that's what the Lord asked? He was dressed like a general from his head to his feet. He was ready to woo all the girls he would meet. From the red brick store to the Masonic Hall, Joseph beckoned the cistern to answer his call. He wrote letters of happiness to get ladies alone, but he couldn't even find one with a hat and a stone. He peeked in the windows, he scried at the doors, he tiptoed down hallways and crept across floors. The everlasting covenant was his only desire. Or perhaps, it's more likely, his loins were on fire. He suddenly turned, of a presence aware, to see mothers and daughters and sisters in pairs. The women were seething, their faces abhorrent. We heard of your plan, and we ain't fallen for it. You're a scoundrel, a scumbag, the worst that we've seen. You'll even wed girls just shy of 15. And in the front of the crowd stood Emma, his wife, which really made Joseph fear for his life. We'll finish the job that the mob couldn't do. You're speaking as a man, and we're on to you. They had him surrounded. We won't be your wife. Bring the tar and the feathers and the castrating knife. Joseph sprang to his horse, his tooth gave a whistle, and he rode out of Nauvoo at the speed of a missile. And the women exclaimed as he faded from sight, Merry Christmas, old Joe, you're getting nothing tonight. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Mormonish. We really appreciate our listeners and would love to hear from you if you have a story you'd like to share. You can email us at mormonishpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, mormonishpodcast.org. And don't forget to look for us on YouTube and like and subscribe. Keep joyful, everybody.